do people actually like porn or are they addicted or when they were children did they did they get addicted um and you know are they just are they just drug dealers i feel like uh you know mostly men but women too they they get excited right you know humans want to procreate mm -hmm. and that what happens is you make it snap of a finger easy mm -hmm. to satisfy that urge through the internet and you get a fork in the road go to the bar try and meet some women or men or go online and look at pictures I suppose for women, a lot of them, it was by Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever, but they'll, they'll satisfy that in some other way, which does just enough in, you know, their dopamine or whatever, whichever receptor is related to that, that they just abandon, you know, pursuing relationships. It's kind of crazy if you think about it, if you go back before the era of porn in any capacity, if a man and a woman were feeling randy or whatever, you better go negotiate with another person. Like guys got to go to a woman and be like, I need to convince you to get me some. Now they're just like, I can pay for it. I can get it from anybody on the internet. I can, it's not the same, but it's enough. And now relationships are just on fire. Like social order is, is in chaos. Yeah. Birth rates are declining. Yeah. yeah. And, and one of the things about the Texas age verification law is that it also states that any pornography website has to include a disclaimer about the social and health implications of porn before proceeding basically just like tobacco products yeah they uh and and fortunately uh there was an injunction against it but uh paxton has been fighting it and the the junction has uh, the injunction has been lifted Ken, while the Ken paxton yes yeah In texas yeah so he's doing a great job of, of pushing that law Oh, okay, okay. What was the he? He you said he was fighting the injunction for. Oh, it, it, sorry. There was an injunction against the law. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, unfortunately, some court uh, sided with. Um, uh, there's a group called the Free Speech Coalition, uh, which is really just like Pornhub's legal arm, um, <laughs> and they never fight for free speech for anybody else except for pornography companies, and um, uh, and so they they've been fighting all of these in courts. The only place they've succeeded is in a court in um, in Texas. Uh, so they had an injunction against the law, but Ken Paxton has been appealing the injunction and has gotten a lift on the injunction for now while the appeal is still going on. We had uh, someone on this show talking about the books that are in, in grade schools, mm -hmm. like yeah. Genderqueer mm -hmm. and This Book is Gay. And uh, she's just like, well, I'm not for censorship, so I'm for free speech, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm for censorship. And I've, I've, I've never argued otherwise, right? When we, when we say we're against censorship in a colloquial context, we're referring to politics. Does someone have a political opinion you disagree with? They should be allowed to express their opinion. The ability to, to dissent, right? Right. But when it comes to censorship, I'll say this outright to her. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I want these books censored. Are you, is that a joke? Like adult graphic content being put in schools for kids? Not interested. Censor that in two seconds. I, I got no problem saying that. And nobody should. But they try to, they play this trick like, I thought you were for free speech. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. When it comes to like political ideology, not showing kids porn, you creep. That's where we're at though. I, I, I wonder what the next generation ends up looking like when not only is it ubiquitous, but what you guys uncover is employees, they know how bad it is. And with smiles on their faces, like I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah, and, and we're seeing more and more reports coming out. I think there was one out of the UK recently where... A growing number of sexual crimes against children are actually committed by other children and it calls into question like what has 
online pornography done to this young generation. I was exposed to pornography, unfortunately, by another child at a very young age, and I never forgot it. Wow. Uh, luckily, I, you know, I didn't get addicted or anything like that, but it bothered me for a very long time. It's not something you forget. Uh, I can't imagine how many kids nowadays are, are being exposed to things like that. It's crazy because if you really think before the internet, you know, it's the, the trope in movies of the kid being like, yo, I stole my dad's nudie collection. Let's go down by the river and read it or whatever. It's like, I don't know, I guess that's what kids did or maybe the movies claimed. But even before magazines or whatever, this this concept did not exist. And seemingly overnight, every child growing up that's online has in schools, there's nothing they can do like in the immediate to block it. We, we, we I, I don't think a functioning society can tolerate the ubiquity of, I'm not just talking about porn. Like these videos go nuts. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the older generation, when they hear porn, they imagine like something from the seventies where a guy's like, hey babe, I'm the pizza delivery man. And she's like, why don't you come in and I'll pay you, ha ha. Dude, the videos that are online now are the wildest, craziest things you can imagine. Mm -hmm. Earmuffs for your kids. Cause I'm, I'm just gonna come out and I'll be light with it. We all know, <laughs> I'll leave Jenk Uger out of this one, but there are videos of like animals, like kids get access to the weirdest things. Yeah. I, I don't even want to mention, but I think, let's just say, we'll, we'll stop at animals, videos of people and animals. Kids can find that stuff. It's, it's, it's messing them up. And I think, like I was saying, a lot of these adults, when they're talking about, when you, when you talk about porn, they're imagining like a Playboy, like a Hustler, like a nudie magazine or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, you have no idea. Videos of just like seven people with weird objects swinging from ceiling fans and a dog comes in and it's just, this stuff is insane. And these kids are watching it and I'm, I'm like, man, their, their brains are going to be completely fried. Yeah. And it's like um, it's like Dylan Rice said in in the one video. He, he's a he's a um, uh, senior scriptwriter. Yeah, he was a scriptwriter for for a lot of the studios at MindGeek, the owner of Pornhub. Porn studios. Yeah, um, and and he talks about um, the way that they they try to introduce more and more extreme content. He said he says quote unquote straight men. You know, we have these sites dedicated to straight men, but then we see. Hey, can we introduce bi content? Can we mm -hmm. introduce some queer content in here? How can we do something that's more countercultural? How can you know? And and How they talk about how can we push the envelope? And he envelope, and he yeah. even says to me, uh, you know, do you know what the main audience is for trans angels? It's one of their paid subscription sites, and it's it's all trans people, and it's it's mainly female presenting trans people. And he said our main buyers for for that site are straight men. Well, they're clearly not straight men. Yeah, I think, you know, like he says, see if you can convert yeah, somebody. Yeah, I can understand that where it's like one component of what you guys found was he's saying we want to introduce queer content to start shifting the perspectives. And so I would just put it like if you're a guy and your whole life you've been watching like women and then one day someone says, here's a guy and you go, I like that. Well, you're bi or you're mm -hmm. gay. And so it's a, it's a question of, yes, we can acknowledge they are trying to manipulate people and convert them or whatever, but I'm kind of just like, I think those people were just gay. You know what I mean? Like, I think that could be the case. It, it's and possible. However, I, you know, unfortunately did visit trans angels, uh, and from the waist up, a lot of these 
actors uh, really do look like natural women. And I, if I didn't know it was trans angels for some of them, I would have been like, well, that's a woman. Right, right. And, and so uh, they, there's like funny memes where you'll see what looks like breasts and then the camera zooms out and it's a fat guy's ass <laughs> with like a bra on it. And they're making the point of like, in your mind, you see what looks like cleavage a guy's imagining a woman and big boobs and then it zooms out and like you were actually getting off on like a fat guy and they're like, ah, like it's messed up. But I could understand if you keep feeding content to these people and you inch them incrementally towards shifting their view, that's, I guess, the argument they're making. I kind of feel like though, if you're a, I'm sorry, if you're a straight guy and they show you what looks like a woman and you're like, yeah, what a hot chick. And then it pans down and you go, yeah, I'm okay with that. Well, you're gay. There's nothing, I don't got any beef with that, but I think that means you are to some de degree like bisexual or gay. And right. by all means, that's fine if you are. I don't, do whatever you want to do, I don't guess. Like within, within you know, don't hurt anybody. But uh, I think that just means they were gay dudes to begin with. Yeah, and I think that's probably the case in, in many cases. I think what Dylan Rice is saying is that there, with pornography, there's an excessive like, need for more need for yeah. more to more extreme content yeah you know what eventually you're just not into straight content anymore it doesn't get you off anymore and so, so you like they, they believe conversion therapy is real and works well i think they they need to find you know eventually somebody only buys so many you know they, they buy all your straight content now what else do they buy so like, yeah, he calls straight content, content vanilla content, though. Vanilla. <laughs> but if you look at, <laughs> wait, you know, wait, wait, hold on, Just sorry, like all straight content. He so just like, says like, oh, you know, the pretty blonde girl with big boobs with the guy. That's that's vanilla. What if she's like swinging from a ceiling fan and they're wearing like parachutes or something? Is that vanilla? <laughs> it might be more theatrical, but um, <laughs> I don't I don't know. But what what else did he say? He said, uh, well. He's he's talking about like they need you know he he says like we're it's it's all about the money like we need to push more and more content on people because again they <sighs> buy that you know he says like I think it's Brazzers is for straight guys reality so like kings yeah browsers. reality kings so like these are how all Alo owned sites yeah it, right uh, the the owner of Pornhub owns all these sites. And how do we then like get them to buy more subscriptions, to buy more videos to our other sites? Well, like, you know, eventually they just run out of this is, the vanilla content. 